Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, everybody. CK again. With day four of the Halloween week. Today, doing something a little bit different, and I'm going to do three poems that are uh, a nice wee mix for everybody. I'm going to be doing Goblin Feet by J.R.R. Tolkien, followed by The Raven by Edgar Allan Poe, and I'm, I'm going to finish it up with a fantastic wee thing by Lewis Carroll, called the Jabberwocky, which is just so much fun. So yeah, bit of a mix there. Jabberwocky, which is dead silly and fun. The Raven, which is quite intense, but still beautifully done. And Goblin Feet, which is just quaint, I suppose. But yeah, here we go. Goblin Feet by J.R.R. Tolkien Yeah, that one. I am off down the road where the fairy lanterns glowed and the little pretty flitter mice are flying. A slender band of grey it runs creepily away and the hedges and the grasses are a-sighing. The air is full of wings and of blundery beetle things that warn you with their whirring and their humming. Oh, I hear the tiny horns of enchanted leprechauns and the padded feet of many gnomes are coming. Oh, the lights. Oh, the gleams. Oh, the little twinkly sounds. Oh, the rustle of their noiseless little robes. Oh, the echo of their feet, of their happy little feet. Oh, the swinging lamps in the starlit globes. I must follow in their train down the crooked fairy lane where the coney rabbits long ago have gone and where silvery they sing in a moving moonlit ring all a-twinkle with the jewels they have on. They are fading round the turn, where the glowworms palely burn, and the echo of their padding feet is dying, 
Oh, it's knocking at my heart. Let me go. Let me start. For the little magic hours are all a-flying. Oh, the warmth. Oh, the hum. Oh, the colours in the dark. Oh, the gauzy wings of golden honey flies. Oh, the music of their feet. Of their dancing goblin feet. Oh, the magic. Oh, the sorrow when it dies. It's quite nice, that. Yeah. Little wee goblins having a bit of a jig about. It's smashing. The Raven by Edgar Allan Poe Once upon a midnight dreary, while I pondered weak and weary, over many a quaint and curious volume of forgotten lore, while I nodded, nearly napping, suddenly there came a tapping, as of someone gently rapping, rapping, at my chamber door. "'Tis some visitor," I muttered, tapping at my chamber door. "'Only this, and nothing more.' Ah, distinctly I remember it was in the bleak December, and each separate dying ember wrought its ghost upon the floor. Eagerly I wished the morrow, vainly I had sought to borrow from my books surcease of sorrow, sorrow for the lost Lenore. For the rare and radiant maiden who the angels named Lenore, nameless here forevermore. And the silken, sad, uncertain rustling of each purple curtain thrilled me, filled me with fantastic terrors never felt before, so that now, to still the beating of my heart, I stood repeating to some visitor entreating entrance at my chamber door, some late visitor entreating entrance at my chamber door. This it is, and nothing more. Presently my soul grew stronger, hesitating then no longer. Sir! said I, or madam, truly your forgiveness I implore. But the fact was I was napping, and so gently you came rapping, and so faintly you came tapping, tapping at my chamber door that I scarce was sure I heard you. Here I opened wide the door. Darkness there, and nothing more. Deep into that darkness peering long, I stood there wondering, fearing, doubting, dreaming, dreams no mortal ever dared to dream before. But the silence was unbroken, and the stillness gave no token, and the only word there spoken was the whispered word, Lenore. This I whispered, and an echo murmured back the word, Lenore. Merely this, and nothing more. Back into the chamber, turning all my soul within me, burning. Soon again I heard a tapping somewhat louder than before. Surely, said I, surely that is something at my window lattice. Let me see then what thereat is and this mystery explore. Let my heart be still a moment and this mystery explore. Tis the wind, nothing more. Open here, I flung the shutter, when, with many a flirt and flutter, in there stepped a stately raven of the saintly days of yore. 
Not the least obeisance made he, not a minute stopped or stayed he, but with mine of lord or lady perched above my chamber door, perched upon a bust of palace just above my chamber door, perched and sat, and nothing more. Then this ebony bird beguiling my sad fancy into smiling by the grave and stern decorum of the countenance it wore. Thou thy crest be shorn and shaven, thou, I said, art sure no craven, ghastly grim and ancient raven wandering from the nightly shore. Tell me what thy lordly name is on the night's Platonian shore. Quoth the raven, Nevermore. Much I marvelled this ungainly fowl to hear discourse so plainly, though its answer little meaning, little relevancy bore. For we cannot help agreeing that no living human being ever yet was blessed with seeing bird above his chamber door, bird or beast upon the sculptured bust above his chamber door, with such a name as Nevermore. But the raven Sitting lonely on the placid bust, spoke only that one word, as if his soul in that one word he did outpour. Nothing further than he uttered, not a feather than he fluttered, till I scarcely more than muttered, other friends have flown before. On the morrow he will leave me, as my hopes have flown before. Then the bird said, Nevermore. Startled at the stillness broken by reply so aptly spoken, Doubtless, said I, what it utters is only stock and store, Caught from some unhappy master, whom unmerciful disaster Followed fast and followed faster, till his songs one burden bore, Till the dirges of his hope that melancholy burden bore, Of never, nevermore. But the raven, still beguiling all my sad soul into smiling, straight I wheeled a cushioned seat in front of bird and bust and door, then upon the velvet sinking I betook myself to linking, fancy unto fancy, thinking what this ominous bird of yore, what this grim, ungainly, ghastly, gaunt and ominous bird of yore meant in croaking, nevermore. This I sat engaged in guessing, but no syllable expressing, to the fowl whose fiery eyes now burned into my bosom's core. This and more I sat divining, with my head at ease reclining on the cushion's velvet lining that the lamplight gloated o'er, but whose velvet violet lining with the lamplight gloating o'er she shall press. Ah, nevermore. Then... Methought the air grew denser, perfumed from an unseen censer, swung by seraphim, whose footfalls tinkled on the tufted floor. Wretch! I cried, thy God hath lent thee, by these angels he has sent thee, respite, respite, a nepenthe from thy memories of Lenore. Quaff, O oh, quaff this kind nepenthe, and forget this lost Lenore, quoth the raven. Nevermore. Prophet, said I, thing of evil, prophet still, if bird or devil, whether tempter sent or whether tempest tossed thee here ashore, desolate yet all undaunted, on this desert land enchanted, on this home by horror haunted, tell me truly, I implore, is there, 
Is there balm in Gilead? Tell me, tell me, I implore. Quoth the raven, Nevermore. Prophet, said I, Thing of evil, prophet still, If bird or devil, By that heaven that bends above us, By that God we both adore, Tell this soul with sorrow laden, If within the distant Aden It shall clasp a sainted maiden Whom the angels named Lenore, Clasp a rare and radiant maiden Whom the angels named Lenore, Quoth the raven, Nevermore. Be that word or sign of parting, bird or fiend, I shrieked up starting, get thee back into the tempest on the night's plutonian shore. Leave no black plume as a token of that lie thy soul hath spoken. Leave my loneliness unbroken, quit the bust above my door. Take thy break from out my heart and take thy form from off my door. Quoth the raven, nevermore. Take thy break from out my heart, and take thy form from off my door. Quoth the raven, Nevermore. And the raven, never flitting, still is sitting, still is sitting, on the pallid bust of Pallas just above my chamber door. And his eyes have all the seeming of a demon's that is dreaming, and the lamplight o'er him streaming throws his shadow on the floor. And my soul from out that shadow that lies floating on the floor shall be lifted nevermore. Ooh, that's intense. Ooh, blimey. Which is why I'm going to finish with a daft one. Here we go. This is Jabberwocky by Lewis Carroll. "'Twas brillig, and the slithy toves did gyre and gimble in the wabe. O mimsy were the borogroves, and the momraths outgrabe. "'Beware the Jabberwock, my son, the jaws that bite, the claws that catch. "'Beware the jubjub bird, and shun the frumious bandersnatch.'" He took his vorpal sword in hand, long time the manxome foe he sought, so rested he by the tum-tum tree and stood a while in thought. And, as an uffish thought he stood, the jabberwock with eyes of flame came whiffling through the tulgy wood and burbled as it came. One, two, one, two, and through and through the vorpal blade went snicker-snack. He left it dead, and with its head he went galumphing back. And hast thou slain the jabberwock? Come to my arms, my beamish boy. O frabjous day, kaloo, kalay! He chortled in his joy. T'was brillig, and the slithy toves did gyre and gimble in the wabe. O mimsy were the borogoves, and the momraths outgrabe. It's short, but it's a corker, isn't it? <laughs> That's everything for today. A wee batch of bones. There'll be another one tomorrow. 
and Friday and Saturday. <laughs> I know I've mentioned this in every one, but if you're a possible first-timer, if you happen to enjoy the readings, I do offer them as rewards on the Patreon tiers at www.patreon.com forward slash Mirths and Monsters. The tiers start at $1, the, reward, the reading ones start at $3 and up. So if you fancy doing that, that'd be grand. Till I speak to yous again, says CK, saying, What's the Jabberwocky all about? And does it matter? No. Speak to you later. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.